The theme park world exploded in 1955 when Disneyland first opened. Despite a challenging opening day, it was clear within weeks that the park was an unexpected and unprecedented success. Meanwhile, after holding an initial public offering in 1953, Hot Shops Inc., which would become the Marriott Corporation, began expanding beyond dining into hotels, travel, and leisure. In 1972, the Marriott Corporation announced plans to build a trio of Marriott's Great America theme parks, one of which would unfortunately never materialize. In May of 1976, with the bicentennial celebration at the forefront of American pop culture, the second and larger of the two Marriott's Great America parks would open in Gurney, Illinois. Following a successful opening season, Marriott knew that expanding the park was the only way to entice visitors to return. Welcome to See the Carousel, the history of Great America. I'm your host, Zach, and today, on episode two, we're going to discuss the early years of growth, development, and change at Great America. So let's go back in time to the year Dazed and Confused is based in. Nineteen seventy-six. Silly Love Songs by Paul McCartney and Wings is the number one song of the year. Rocky convinced America that Sylvester Stallone was a good boxer and became the number one movie. Happy Days brought Ron Howard and Henry Winkler together on TV screens for the first time as the number one rated television show. A garage in Los Altos, California became the first home of Apple computers. The VHS tape was introduced to the consumer market in Japan, and America found itself coming out of recession, which happened to be perfect timing for Marriott. Marriott's Great America was a big success in 1976, with the Marriott annual report saying, combined attendance for the first season appears to be heading toward 5 million. With so many visitors in the inaugural season, Marriott knew they would have to draw people back the following year, so the planning for the next season began. Okay, we'll all meet back here at the end of the day. Okay, bye! bye. It's a country of fun for everyone. It's Marriott's Great America. Great America, bright, 
Bridge is great, the shores are great, the army is great, at Marriott, great America. If you're the kind of person who shines at night, great America will make you glow in the dark. Soar 120 feet above the glittering lights on the brand new Southern Cross Skyride. Sink your teeth in the tasty ribs at Klondike Cafe. Satisfy your thirst at the Snowshoe Saloon. Light up to one of the many live musical productions. Nighttime's waiting for you. The rain's great, the show's great, the fun is great. At Marriott's Great America. even greater in the evening and it's open every night till 10. 1977. Tonight's the Night by Rod Stewart was the number one hit of the year. Ick. Star Wars A New Hope was the number one film of the year. Laverne and Shirley was the number one show on television. Looking to continue the success of 1976, Marriott made several changes for the 1977 season. Unfortunately, one ride was removed from Great America following the 1976 season. Gulf Coaster, the Alan Herschel Little Dipper Kitty Coaster, was removed following several operational issues. Between the limited operation during the single season Gulf Coaster was at Great America and the fact that it was a ride for children, Gulf Coaster is the rarest ride in Great America history. The 1977 season did see many additions, however, including a replacement for Gulf Coaster. The Southern Cross Skyride Station took the spot of Gulf Coaster in Orleans Place near the covered bridge leading to Yankee Harbor. Southern Cross opened as one of the tallest and longest skyrides ever installed in a park and is believed to be the final Von Roll skyride. Departing Orleans Place and crossing above the Eagles Flyer slash Delta Flight skyride, the Southern Cross skyride would make its way across the park above Yankee Harbor and over County Fair. At the far end, Past turn of the century, a sign informed guests that the Great Southwest would rise in this location in 1979. The ride would then turn around and return to the Orleans Place Station. Close by to Southern Cross Station, on a pedestal above the tracks of the Traffic Jam Antique Autos ride, is Davy Jones Dinghies, an Intamin Flying Dutchman ride, which also opened in 1977. Across the park, in County Fair, Big Top, a Hoose Swingaround ride, also located on a pedestal above an antique autos ride, Barney Oldfield Speedway, opened. Farther into County Fair, next to Sky Whirl and across from Turn of the Century, Hay Baler, a Mock Matterhorn ride, opened. At the front of the park, in Carousel Plaza, Skytrek Tower, an Intamin Observation Tower ride, opened. Standing 330 feet tall, Skytrek Tower remains one of the largest freestanding structures in Lake County, Illinois. It is said that on a clear day, one can see the Chicago skyline from Skytrek Tower. Following the end of the 1977 season, Spinnaker, a Hrubitz-made roundup model ride, was removed from Great America. 1977 also proved to be a successful season for Marriott's Great America, with Marriott's Corporation's annual report that year saying, 
Total attendance for the second season is running about 4% above the 1976 season. I'm here today in the laboratory of the man who invented the new roller coaster out at Marriott's Great America, a thrill ride that everyone is talking about. Sir, what's the name of your new invention? The Tidal Wave! And would you describe it for us? The Tidal Wave is the most terrifying contraption ever created! Really? Yeah. First, your cramps into place, then suddenly shot forward. In seconds, you're going 55 miles an hour! Uh-huh, Next. uh-huh. Projected through a 360-degree loop, up, down, then up again to blood-chilling heights before you run completely out of power. And then? You fall, screaming, <laughs> through the entire ride, backwards. One last question. Would you ride the tidal wave? What? You must think I'm crazy. Discover Marriott's Great America. Yes, thank you. Discover Marriott's Great America. Interviews over. 1978 Shadow Dancing by Andy Gibb was the number one hit of the year. Grease was the top grossing film of the year. And for those of you noticing, yes, Grease and Happy Days are based in the 50s and released in the 70s. Nostalgia marketing is not new. Mork and Mindy made its television debut, giving a young actor his big break the late great Robin Williams. The 1978 season brought the introduction of Tidal Wave. Tidal Wave was a Schwarzkopf made shuttle loop model roller coaster utilizing a weight drop launch. This style of roller coaster and launch technology made its debut the previous year, making the ride very unique and exciting. Situated in Yankee Harbor, Behind the Lobster, Tidal Wave began Great America's legacy of adding major roller coasters and thrill rides. The Saskatchewan Scrambler, formerly located in Yukon Territory, was moved to Hometown Square and renamed Hometown Fun Machine. This was done to make space for Great America's new kids area, Fort Fun. With the addition of Tidal Wave and Fort Fun, 1978 proved to be another successful season for Marriott's Great America, with the Marriott Corporation annual report of that year stating, Attendance at Marriott's Great America in 1978 passed the 5 million mark for the first time. But Marriott was not without doubt, with the report going on to say, Great America has not yet attained the levels projected for the business long range. However, Marriott wasn't going to give up that easy, and began prepping for the season ahead. Man Jack is back for a rock and roll weekend with the bebop sounds of Dion and the incredible J50s, plus a complete display of vintage Corvettes. Rock on out this Saturday and Sunday, September 8th and 9th, for a rock and roll weekend. What's Great America's Pictorium like? The world's largest motion picture experience. Breaking the sound barrier isn't much of a surprise. Being chased by a locomotive 
hardly faces people at all. And going over Niagara Falls. Doesn't seem to impress anyone either. Come see why people are somewhat enthusiastic about the gigantic Victoria at Marriott's Great America. Nineteen seventy-nine. The Knack scored the number one hit of the year with My Sharona. I really hope they enjoyed 1979, because the band would quietly fade into obscurity by 1981. Superman was the top-grossing film of the year. This film does a great job portraying Clark slash Kal-El's journey of discovering Jor-El and harnessing his Kryptonian power to become Superman. I am having a nerd moment, which is saying a lot for a guy hosting a documentary about the history of Great America. We'll have a chance to talk about Superman more in a future episode, so we'll move on for now. SportsCenter made its debut in 1979. And I've got to wonder, can you call yourself a true fan if you haven't seen every episode? This song is from a television special which aired on Chicago's WLS in 1979. The special is called You're Never Too Old and is extremely of its time. The special features a loose narrative about an elderly couple who are taken to Great America and throughout their visit, aged down. There are several musical numbers performed by the host, including this one, as well as two quote-unquote performances by Dr. Hook. Who? I can hear you wondering in your mind. Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show, later shortened to Dr. Hook, was a soft rock band that had several top ten hits throughout the 1970s. This special has basically what amounts to two special music videos shot at Great America. The two songs are the band's top two songs on their Spotify, and are actually pretty good, if you're into 70s soft rock, which I have a soft spot for. This special also features some truly bizarre segments with various generic park characters. Despite not being alive at all during the 70s, to me, 
this special seems quintessentially 70s. 1979 brought another big addition to Marriott's Great America. More precisely, the world's largest IMAX screen, Pictorium. Pictorium shows the 1976 short docudrama film To Fly about the history of American aviation. The film was originally produced for the National Air and Space Museum's IMAX Theater, but due to its incredible popularity, was made available to several other museums and other venues with an IMAX. Great America was the first theme park to screen the film. Pictorium is located in Carousel Plaza near Skytrek Tower, behind the souvenir shop. 1979 was another successful season for Marriott's Great America, with the Marriott Corporation's annual report saying, Marriott's Great America theme parks turned in record results in their fourth season of operation, and total attendance in excess of 5.1 million for both parks matched the 1978 level. Marriott had an interesting idea to garner return visitors the following season. Call Me topping the charts. Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back was the top grossing film of the year. Magnum P.I. debuted, premiering one of the most notable mustaches in television history. The 1980 season brought a very significant change to one of Marriott's Great America's signature rides, Turn of the Century. Marriott modified the ride, removing the bunny hills in favor of vertical loops. Other modifications included the addition of rockwork and two tunnels. All black paint was added to the track and supports, and a complete retheming and renaming occurred, becoming the Demon. The retheme was so comprehensive that Marriott had a theme song made, as well as a 20-minute radio-style production, which played in the queue line. Local religious leaders would protest the ride due to its name and theme, causing Great America to modify the ride's entrance sign. Unfortunately, the demon would not be enough to make 1980 as successful as the previous season. Marriott would state in their 1980 annual report, Theme park group profits were down 5% from 1979's record performance. But Marriott moved into the next season with big plans to recapture record attendance and profit. Demon, you're 
It's the world's highest roller coaster, the American Eagle. And before you get on it, we thought you should know just what you're getting into. From the top of the first hill, you'll drop 15 stories into the earth at over 65 miles an hour. Eyes tearing, heart pounding, you'll be shaken, jerked, jolted, until you think you can't stand it anymore. And that's just the first 10 seconds. The American Eagle, now at Great America. 1981. Betty Davis Eyes by Kim Carnes is the number one hit of the year. Raiders of the Lost Ark is the top grossing film. Side note, within the first 10 minutes of this film, the hero ends hand-to-hand -hand combat by shooting a guy. The hero of the film. Just saying. The Smurfs made its television debut exciting the Smurf out of kids everywhere. 1981 saw the largest roller coaster addition to that point in Great America's history. Standing 127 feet tall and featuring a 147 foot drop into a ravine, American Eagle opened as the tallest, fastest, and longest racing roller coaster in the world. American Eagle is the first wooden roller coaster at Great America and is the first wooden roller coaster made by Intamin. American Eagle was designed by Curtis Summers and general contracting was done by Figley Wright Contractors. Located in County Fair, American Eagle's entrance replaced the Big Top Circus Show, taking over the tent structure. American Eagle led to a record season at Great America, with the Marriott Corporation's 1981 annual report saying, Total attendance increased by 8% over 1980. The Gurney Park had record attendance. Marriott had given up on building the Washington, D.C. area park, but had not given up on the existing parks, with the report going on to say, Marriott does not plan to build new theme parks, but will selectively add attraction value to existing parks. We expect continued improvement and return on assets and substantial cash flow to be generated from our existing parks in the 1980s. Broadway comes to Great America! It's an all-new season of dazzling shows live on stage. Catch the evolution of rock spanning 30 breathtaking years of America's most exciting music. It's a magic world where wonders never cease. It's Bugs Bunny Super Circus, a brilliant bird show, and more at Great America. Go hand in hand in hand in Great America. Go hand in hand in hand in Great America. Nineteen eighty-two, physical by Olivia Newton-John. Hey, 
Wasn't she in Greece? Well, she had the number one hit of the year. E.T. The Extraterrestrial was the number one grossing film of the year. Elliot. Late Night with David Letterman made its debut on NBC immediately following The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. It seems like David Letterman might take over Johnny's spot someday. 1982 was not a big year for new rides or attractions at Marriott's Great America. However, Marriott was focused on attendance so far as it meant profitability. Thus, in 1982, Marriott's Great America introduced the Picnic Grove, which was able to accommodate catering for large groups and corporate outings. Picnic Grove was built in space behind Yankee Harbor and Yukon Territory, with the Wilderness Theater and Loggers Run and Yankee Clipper log flume rides on one side, and the tracks of the Great America Scenic Railway on the other. Composed of three separate dining areas with service stations, Picnic Grove allowed several varying groups to have catered meals on the same day. Despite the inherent positives of adding Picnic Grove, the 1982 Marriott Corporation's annual report paints a less than stellar picture for the season, saying, Theme park sales and profits from operations were off substantially because of a 20% drop in overall attendance from strong 1981 levels. The company did not add any major new attractions in 1982 compared to the addition of a major new roller coaster in the Gurney, Illinois Park in 1981. Marriott was not yet done with Great America, however, as the report goes on to state, both the Santa Clara and Gurney parks will receive new attractions in 1983. Other Great America changes include new stage shows for both parks and a revised pricing plan that will offer improved value to park guests. Marriott had a plan for the coming season. The longest right. two and a half no. seconds in the world. Right. The no problem, man. <laughs> Observe how it's done there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> New at Marriott's Great America, The Edge. <laughs> the longest two and a half seconds in the world. 1983 Every Breath You Take by The Police was the hit song of the year. Star Wars Return of the Jedi was the blockbuster hit film of the year. These Star Wars movies are pretty popular. Maybe they'll make a theme park ride based on them sometime soon. The A-Team premiered across televisions nationwide. 1983 was a big year for Marriott's Great America. Unfortunately, Davy Jones' dinghies, the park's Intamin Flying Dutchman ride, was removed from its spot atop a pedestal above the Traffic Jam Antique Autos ride in Orleans Place. However, The Edge opened in Orleans Place across from Cirque Electrique Arcade. The Edge was a free-fall ride made by Intamin, this model and type of ride debuted the previous year, so the ride was very innovative and thrilling. The ride carried four passenger cars up to the top of a tall tower before moving forward slightly and falling down the other side of the tower, 
ending on your back before passing through the track to move backward to the station. The Edge helped the 1983 season become a success with the 1983 Marriott Corporation annual report saying, Overall attendance at the two Great America theme parks rose 9% in 1983, aided by lower admission prices and aggressive marketing and promotion, as well as a new freefall ride at each park. Despite clear success at both parks, 1983 would be the final season Marriott owned either Great America Park. Prior to the 1984 season beginning, Marriott sold Great America to Bally, parent company of Six Flags. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please? The time for closing has arrived. We hope that you've enjoyed your stay, and we invite you to visit again soon. Thank you, and good night. See the Carousel is a YFCS production. Research, writing, recording, and editing is done by me. Special thanks to Great America historian Nolan Thiel, Great America archivist John Ravel, and GreatAmericaParks.com webmaster Stephen Wilson for their contributions to this show. Without their help, this would not be possible. Subscribe so you won't miss episode 3, where we'll be covering the early Six Flags years of Great America, Seaforce, Shockwave, and more. On behalf of See the Carousel, thanks for listening, and we'll catch a brass ring next time. Don't make me leave, but no one will tell.